Are you ready? Go. Go. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Welcome back. We are back uh, here at Music Drink 2. It's been a little while. Um, nothing exciting that happened no. that caused us to not record. I was moving. I was busy. Yeah, I've been gigging a lot. Yeah, nothing salacious. Neither, you know, we haven't been accused of domestic violence and had to check in for rehab because of alcoholism or anything like that. <laughs> ben Kissel. But yeah, we, we are back. And here is the deal. Back for this Halloween episode, hence the shit shirt. And we're going to do a Christmas one. And we're going to do one in between. So we're guaranteeing you three more episodes by the end of the year. By the end of the year. Then we're going to have another little break. And then we'll get back to as regular as we can. Cool? Cool. Thank you. So no need to panic. Yeah, I'm sure many of you are. <laughs> oh my god! Your lives have meaning again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a, a little while. Plus, we just spent an hour trying to sort shit out and fucking doing my head in this fucking computer. So hopefully, this sounds okay because we've had some technical issues. I think I need to buy a new mic. Uh, also, if it's audio only, bad. Just deal with it. Because <laughs> quite frankly, I've had to fucking hear this fucking computer and that fucking camera. So, uh, anyway, let's get on with it. Better alive, you're coming with me. Wendy, I'm home. I'm a vampire! 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 on with the episode as it's halloween we said last year we did last year we did halloween the rob zombie version and i kind of just flippantly said next year we'll do halloween 2 the rob zombie version we're doing it <laughs> yeah. yeah the sequel to the movie nobody wanted the sequel nobody wanted yeah. <laughs> i mean nobody wanted the rob zombie remake no definitely i don't think anybody thought this would happen no not at all <laughs> i don't think even rob zombie thought this was gonna happen no. <laughs> all right so halloween 2 from 2009 written and directed by robert zambor Robert Zambor. Robert Zambor. That's his like professional. <laughs> that's that's the name that that's the name they put on his awards. Robert Zombino. <laughs> it stars Scout Taylor Compton. All the people from the first film. Uh, Tyler Maine, Malcolm McDowell, Sherry Moon Zombie. Somehow her character <laughs> definitely died in the last film. Brad Dourif, uh, Carol Williams from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Mm-hmm. Richard Brake. Octavia Spencer, Danielle Harris, uh, Margot Kidder, aka Lois Lane from yep. Superman, and Mark Boone Jr. pops up. Yeah, from Sons of Anarchy. Yep, and 30 Days a Night and Batman Begins. He's been loads of stuff. Uh, as is Daniel Rose, or what's his name? Rosenbuck, Rosebuck, and Jeff Daniel Phillips, who are like Rob Zombie regulars. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, the plot of this <laughs> sequel, Beeth. plot. Uh, is Laurie Strode struggles to come to terms with her brother Michael's deadly return to Haddonfield, Illinois. Meanwhile, Michael prepares for another reunion with his sister. That's just the same sentence twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just worded differently. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, it might as well just say, again. Yeah. Here we go again. Okay. Our story begins with some reading, yeah. some reading, and it <laughs> title card comes up and it says, White Horse, linked to instinct, purity, and the drive of the physical body to release powerful and emotional forces like rage with ensuing chaos and destruction. Which is an excerpt, apparently, from the subconscious psychosis of dreams. Yes. Okay. <laughs> also, that seems like. So what do you mean? So it's it's purity, but also rage. Yeah. Pure rage. I guess so. Yeah, that seems to be to release powerful emotions. Like, yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. I, I feel like Rob Zombie might have made this up just because he's like tried to be a bit arty. Like, yeah. Throughout this film. <laughs> okay so okay whatever (laughs) it it means nothing no it really doesn't although i'm pretty sure he's going to spend the next two hours trying to convince us it does mean something (laughs) now our story actually begins with sherry moon zombie visiting child michael in the mental institution at christmas yeah when he was a child so this is basically a scene from the first movie Yes. But wasn't in the first movie. But no, it's been refilmed. Apparently yeah. they did cast the kid from the original, mm. um, but when they started filming it, it was clear that he'd grown up, you know, like people do. Yeah, like, like teenagers. Over, tend- a, over yeah. a span of years. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, so they recast him with this other kid who, like, he, he's in this film a couple of times and he's terrible. He's in it a uh, lot. I know he's a child. Oh, yeah, he keeps popping up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she is Christmas and she has bought Michael a Christmas present. It's a figure of a white horse. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's like it's just a, a white horse statue that any kid's gonna be like, great. The fuck <laughs> do I do with much. this? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, do any. It doesn't transform into anything. No, no. It's just a fucking horse. It's got no like yeah. rockets on it. Doesn't even have a fucking cowboy with it, mother. Yeah. <laughs> What's this bullshit? She just found it in like a boot sale. Yeah, it's basically it's a fridge. It's a garage sale find. You don't get nice toys because you killed someone. <laughs> Anyway, Child Michael tells his stripper mom uh, that he had a dream about her, dressed all in white, walking down a white hallway with a white horse. Yeah. See, uh, it all ties together. Yep. And, yeah, Christ. I can't fucking believe you. But Rob Zombie, right, he loves and is obsessed with his wife. Oh, yeah. And he thinks everyone else should be. Yeah. No, I don't see it, Rob. No, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I don't like. If I could rip your eyes out of your head, Rob Zombie, and put them in my own head and see what you see, I would. But I can't. So just move on. She was like the bass player in his band as well, and she wasn't even. No, she, no, she wasn't. Was she not? He used to. He dated the bass player of White Zombie, oh, who looked. That's where I've got it from mixed up then. And then he left her. Right. For Sherry Moon Zombie. Zombie. By the way, if you look up the bass player for White Zombie, they look really similar. <laughs> He's definitely got a type. Yeah. Skinny blonde. See, that's what I've got. I've, I've even seen him live and assumed that I'd seen Cherry Moon Zombie, but clearly not. No, no, no. She's completely talentless. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly talentless. Anyway. Michael and Sherry Moon, they have a little cute talk. like, And, and then we cut to the title card, Halloween 2, after that terrifying opening. So anyway, after all that bullshit, the film picks up immediately after the events of the previous film. Laurie has just survived her encounter with Michael, where she shot him in the head. Yeah. She's now walking down the street, a bit out of it, covered in blood, still carrying the gun, when police chief Brad Dourif happens upon her. And is like, hey, maybe want to... 
want to give me the gun there? <laughs> Can't have you walking around locked and loaded, you crazy bitch. Also, like when the, the police and that were at the scene at the end of the last film. Yeah. So she just wandered off. And yeah. Nobody's like really paid any attention. She's there she goes, walking away like, slowly. Yeah. Where's our one survivor? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Damn it, Dale, you had one job. Just watch her. Oh, sorry, I got distracted. I saw her walk away, but I thought it was she was just, I don't know, going to run some errands. We then cut to, I think, Danielle Harris being rushed into an emergency room yeah. and screaming a lot. She's covered in blood, and we get plenty of close-ups of her nasty wounds. Oh, no, that's Laurie. Is it though? Because I couldn't. Laurie. Yeah, it's definitely Laurie. It's hundred percent Laurie. Are you sure? Yeah, because they put all that that rack and stuff, the the, the um, thing in her that she's got, um, like in her leg or her arm or whatever. Like, and she's got all that when she gets up in a minute. Yeah, but also Danielle Harris is also. Yeah, Danielle Harris is also in there. But this is because the one screaming, she's like traumatized and stuff. It's definitely hundred percent Laurie. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because anyway, somebody is rushed in there you know, operating on her and you get to see all the close-ups of the nasty wounds. I have to say, actually, great makeup job here. Oh, yeah. It looks... graphic. Yeah, and it looks real. Anyway, cut back to the Myers house where police are attending the scene and they found Dr. Loomis. Yay! Yay. And he's alive. Yay! (laughs) Just... Uh, meanwhile, we've also got Richard Brake and his buddy who are who who are there, and they work for the coroner's office. Yeah, and they load Michael's very heavy, very dead body into the back of their van, and they drive him and whoever the girl in the first film that was also killed in the house there off to uh, off to county. It's such a weird scene, this as well. Yeah, like Richard Brake goes on about how he like. Did you see the girl? Yeah, en route, Richard Brake remarks about how hot the dead girl is. Yeah, and he wants to fuck her. Yeah. As a corpse. Yeah. Not that she was... Oh, I heard stories about these other guys, like, they were banging corpses. And to be honest, I've never really thought about it. Until now. (laughs) (laughs) His colleague tells him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, his colleague is also a guy from... um, it's something Unser they played at Unser in uh, Sons of Anarchy oh but yeah and he's like like what are you fucking disgusting like, and it's like he seems like the good one in this and then a minute later he goes oh got a joke for you what, what's the difference between jam and jelly so you can't jelly your cock in a dead girl's ass <laughs> and then they crash into a cow yeah, which is made of brick. Or <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it me or is that cow getting real big real fast? Yeah. Oh fuck! I know, I'm sure a cow. It's a, it's a hefty animal. I'm a sure cow will. But this is it. Like it's like it slams into it's like a it's like a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one. That cow had a real low center of gravity or yeah. something. I mean, yeah, cows are a big cow and heavy, <laughs> but this is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Richard Brake survives the crash. His colleague does not. Yeah, but we have to watch Richard Brake just scream, screaming and bleeding for like an hour. Like, it just <laughs> seems to go on for ages. It does. Yeah, it's just it's like just w- grimacing and spitting we- blood everywhere. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, car crashes hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the crash has woken up Michael, who, yeah, who was, was napping. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't dead. <laughs> and he gets up and he cuts Richard Brake's head off with a piece of glass. Graphically as mm, well. Like, I, well, I couldn't really it. see because it was you very dark. Yeah, it's quite dark. But, like, uh, yeah, he does, like, he saws, you see all the tendon snapping and stuff. Ah, yeah, I couldn't see that. All oh, right. Because it was, yeah, maybe it's just a version I watched. I don't know. Michael then looks down the road to see his mother standing in the road in white. With a white horse. Yep. 
And she says, uh, Michael, Michael, this is the ghost of your stripper mom talking to you from beyond the grave. No, I don't have any money. Go ask your sister if she can lend you $20. Mama's got to go to work now, okay? Happy hour starts in 30 minutes. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty bang on impression. It's like Sherry Moon was in the room. <laughs> we then cut back to hospital and we see Laurie. She wakes up from surgery and she gets up and goes for a walk to see Danielle Harris, who's also there. And this is why I was confused, because they're both in the hospital yeah. post-surgery, pretty banged up. Yeah. So that's why I was like, which one are we seeing being operated? Well, maybe it was a bit of both. There was, been, was just, bit, this is the thing. You think like, how can you not tell which one it was? They were covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot around sort of the face and like holding. That's why I think it's Danielle there. Harris because she's got more face scars than Laurie. Uh, I'm, 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 well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Laurie. It doesn't really it doesn't, matter. It doesn't. It's ter- it adds yeah. nothing. It really doesn't. <laughs> uh, also in the room uh, on the TV, the Moody Blues are singing "Nights in White Satin." Yeah. Great song. It is. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Also, this is Octavia Spencer's scene where she plays a nurse called Octavia. <laughs> Although she's actually credited as Nurse Daniels, I think the other actress just called her Octavia and they left it in the film. Yeah. Like Star Wars. Carrie! Yeah. <laughs> so Nurse Octavia Daniels finds Laurie and takes her back to her room, sort of. They get halfway and she's called yeah. away, so she fucks off. Laurie's clearly struggling and in a lot of pain. She's like, "You'll be all right from here, won't you?" Yeah. <laughs> she's got a she's got a boot on, yeah, which is uh, like a if you've ever uh, done anything to your ankle, like snapped your Achilles, you'll know what the boot is. Yeah, you have to walk around for months. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's got a boot on and she just leaves her halfway yeah, to her room. She's pretty fucked. She's like, <laughs> "I gotta go." You'll be fine. Yeah, you got this far on your own. Yeah, <laughs> but then Laurie gets a headache and starts feeling dizzy and starts moaning. Nurse Octavia Daniels returns. However, she's been slashed in the face, but doesn't know. Like she at first, yeah, no. she's like, she's like, "Oh, have you got anything for the pain?" She goes to say, "Like, oh yeah," like she goes to get a key or something, and then she goes, <gasps> "How did you like?" Mike was just going. <laughs> like, so she's like, been like slashed yeah. down the nose and across and she's her just lips. Happily, kind of walked around yeah. and walked out. She proper freaks out and falls over for no reason. It's not even that bad of a. <laughs> it's not that bad of an injury yeah, it's, it's like a shaving cut it's like a slice down the face yeah uh but it's left her unable to walk <laughs> <laughs> and as she's slowly crawling along the floor michael appears and brutally stabs her to death this is also the first time we hear michael yeah. famously silent he's now grunting like a tennis player yeah he's very <laughs> vocal in <laughs> this <laughs> 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 Yeah, much much gro- uh, growling yes. throughout the film. Meanwhile, Laurie escapes down a flight of stairs. Uh, remember, she's got the boot on, so it's not easy. And the dizziness, that's gone. Forget about that. Uh, she gets downstairs and finds another dead woman, some old lady with her eyes gouged yeah. out. She was in Laurie's room for some reason, just sat there asleep. Oh, when when Laurie first wakes yeah. up, there's an old woman just sat in the corner. Yeah. Which I was like, is that her grandmother? Is that a that was, bleh, bleh. It's just a nurse who was like, if I just shut the door here, like she's I'll have a nap in the corner. No, well, no. <laughs> Doesn't matter now, she's dead. Yeah. Michael's now following Laurie through, I guess, the maintenance area of the hospital. Yeah, it's all like the, the back stairs. Yeah. And uh, Laurie at one point falls into a skip full of dead bodies. Because yeah. that's definitely a thing you have in hospitals. <laughs> if you ever wondered what happens to you when you die, they literally they throw you out back. Yeah, always. Like, Another one's croaked it. 
<laughs> if you go around the back of any hospital, yeah. there's just a pile of bodies. There's a chute that leads yeah. down and it's got a giant basketball net above it. <laughs> the bodies just go down. I mean, if you want to give your nan a decent burial, you are welcome to go out there and sift through yeah. <laughs> and drag her out. <laughs> Where's my husband's body? Oh, oh, I think he went in the skip with yeah. the others. The what? Did you check the pins? <laughs> This only happens in like Dickensian times if yeah. there's an e- epidemic or something. It's, <laughs> yes. it's not regular practice. Medieval time. Bring out your dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laurie eventually gets out of the hospital to the car park, which is empty, of course. Yeah. Uh, she's also locked in the car park while Michael grabs an axe, a, a fire axe yeah. off of the wall. Laurie then climbs into a security hut through the window. Then... The fat security guard arrives in his car. Buddy. Late for, Buddy the idiot. Late for work. <laughs> he finds Laurie and he does that classic not listening to a word someone is saying. Uh, it's such an annoying trope. Yeah, I hate it's it. Like, they're screaming. There's a guy trying to kill me. Oh, you're okay yeah. there, sweetie. You're safe now. Buddy's here. Buddy the hero. <laughs> I know you're trying to warn me about something, but let me just go get my car. It'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, he's going to get the car to take her back to the hospital that's just across they're the They're in car the car park, park yeah. <laughs> Buddy leaves to go get his car, which he literally parked right next to the security hut. Yeah. Oh, and by the way... There's a TV in the security hut and Knights in White Satin is still playing. It's the longest version of that that, that song ever. Like, yeah, it's, it's like... Out of interest, I looked this up, the album version of that song, at its longest, is five, minute, five minutes and 38 seconds long. Right. So how, I mean... And yeah, they're still on the chorus. Yeah, <laughs> the same. It does seem to be playing the same, it's just Knights in White Satin. And I love you! <laughs> Uh, so then Buddy the Idiot returns and gets an axe in his back. Yeah. Yes. Michael then starts smashing his way into the security hut and axes Laurie in the head, but not really. It was all a dream. This confused the shit out of me. So we're like, uh, what was it? So many minutes into the the, the, like the beginning of this film. So 20 is, minutes in. Is that a, Did any of that happen or is that all a dream? That's all a dream. So... Technically, this is what? Halloween 3? <laughs> like, we just missed out. That's all like a big homage to the actual Halloween 2 where she's yeah, in, in the hospital, hospital yeah. Like that. But it, it never happened, right? No, it's just a dream. So, why does she go? Why does she dream about the whole bit with the coroners <laughs> like, and the cow? <laughs> why? <laughs> why would she dream that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It makes any sense. And the surgery. Yeah. yeah, just all of that shit. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it explains. Why did she dream about Sherry Moon Zombie and the horse? Why is she dreaming that? <laughs> I mean, it explains the Knights in White Satin thing and yeah. the skip of dead bodies. Yeah. But nothing else. Nothing else. It doesn't make any fucking sense that she would dream any of that at all, especially the scenes she's not in. Yes. <laughs> anyway, and it's uh, October 29th, the following year, I assume, after the events of the first one, not her dream. <laughs> Although, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> There's no telling with this film. It turns out Laurie is living with Danielle Harris and her dad, police chief Brad Dourif. Mm. Uh, and the father and daughter complain that they can hear Laurie every night. Bitch. Don't know what she's doing in there. Fucking coming in here with her trauma. Fisting herself loudly every night. <laughs> it is a Rob Zombie film, so yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Brad Dourif leaves and Danielle Harris and Laurie have an argument over nothing. Yeah. 
Laurie's character seems to have completely changed from the first movie. She's now a total bitch and she drops F-bombs left, right and centre. And she likes heavy metal and she's even got sort of matted, grungy hair now. She's basically just now somebody Rob Zombie would want to fuck. Yeah, she's very much, yeah, a Rob Zombie-like female character. Yeah. Like, she's been Rob Zombie'd right up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We then cut to Laurie visiting her psychiatrist. It's a boring and pointless scene. Let's move on. Yeah, although it is Margot Kidder. <laughs> there is a there is a Rorschach painting on the wall mm. that's quite clearly white horses. Oh, is it? I didn't even notice that. Oh, I was like, fucking hell, it's Margot Kidder. Like, she's going to have something big to do with this film. She no. doesn't. Yeah, it's like, what's that? I mean, Laurie has been seeing this psychiatrist for like a year, but it's only after a year she's like, hey, what's that on the wall? So I got a Rorschach painting. <laughs> It's like, well, what is it? It's whatever you wanted it to be. It's quite clearly White Horses. <laughs> it's like that one in Batman Forever. It's like, it's whatever you want it to be. It's obviously a bat. Yeah, it's clearly a bat. <laughs> <laughs> we then cut to a limousine pulling up outside the front of some kind of convention centre. It's Dr. Samuel Rock and Roll Loomis. Yeah, he's completely different. If you thought Laurie's character had changed, (laughs) hold on to your white boy dreadlocks for this one. Yeah. He's now become something of a celebrity and is rude and treats everyone around him like shit. He even attacks his assistant's fashion choices. He's basically turned into a fucking diva. Yeah. He's a a fucking arsehole through this entire film. Like, it's such... A jarring it really like, is. character turn. Like, he, it's he, so weird. He throws a tantrum that the wrong picture of him is being used to promote this yeah. book or whatever it is. Like, that's old Loomis. This is yeah. new Loomis. Yeah, like, that's a picture he... of old Loomis. All you've done is shave your goatee off. Yeah. <laughs> you've got... It's like he's that, like that line supposed to accentuate like uh, yeah. the fact that he, this is t- very different character. <laughs> and he refuses to do anything until he gets a cup of PG tips with yeah. a splash of milk and I want it sizzling hot. Tea doesn't sizzle, by the way. It boils. You yeah. want it boiling hot. Rob Zombie can't even get that right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's American, isn't he? He doesn't know how tea's supposed yeah, to be. Even like, even coffee, coffee isn't sizzling hot. No. It's boiling hot. You don't sizzle. Imagine chucking your coffee into a pan and see what happens. I mean, I like <laughs> to drink my coffee like, or tea like as hot as possible. But if it was sizzling, like, <laughs> like it's all your lips gone. <laughs> Cut back to Haddonfield and Laurie arrives at work. She works at a weird bookshop run by an old hippie. God, I hope he dies. Right, the name of this shop couldn't be more Rob Zombie if it tried. I didn't even spot it. Uncle Meat's Java Hole. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Meat gets one scene. He gets like one line, and then it's nothing. Like he doesn't never appears again. And he's quite a well known character actor. I forget his name. Oh, but, um, I just know, I was just like, yeah. oh, he's a dirty old hippie. Ugh. Yeah. But it's Uncle Meets. Jo- I mean, this whole se- it takes place in a bookshop called Uncle Meets Java Hole, and then it's just three like skeevy girls, basically like very one old hippie, yeah, like, yeah, and stuff. And then, then they, for some reason, they put some music on and just like, dance, have a bit of a dance, to yeah, it in a very Rob Zombie way. <laughs> yeah, so Laurie's got herself a couple of new friends uh, who are fucking awful. Yeah, They're, yeah. Like- this is basically like here's here's Michael's next victims. <laughs> <laughs> Cut back to Dr. Loomis's presentation. What the fuck is this guy going to talk about? How he sucked at his job. Yeah, <laughs> how he nearly died. Here's the documentation of all my failures. Yeah, my, my biggest failure ever. Like Michael the, Myers. They've got child Michael on this video, like they showed before he comes out, and this is why. Like, um, it just 
is like the kid is just monotone, like nothing. There's, yeah. I know Michael's supposed to like not feel anything or anything, but he's like fucking like there's like your your mother's sadly part. You hear Loomis like your mother's passed away, and he goes, "She'll be back." I don't think that was in my version. I think I might watch the director's cut. Oh really? Because mine ran for an hour and fifty nine minutes. Oh yeah, mine was shorter than that. Ah, so I oh, saw no, the director's uh... cut, the, uh, the the true vision that Zombie wanted to put forth. Um, <laughs> thanks. He makes some shit jokes and dodges questions by quoting other people. He's a grifter now. He's yeah. basically the kind of guy you see offering self help advice on TikTok. That's what Doctor Loomis is now just a fucking grifter. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Rob Zombie's aim was to turn Doctor Loomis into a completely deplorable piece of shit, then hats off to him. Because he succeeded. Then when people in the audience start asking questions like, do you feel responsible for the killings? Do you think he's still out there? Has they never found a body? If so, could he kill again? You know, questions generally about Michael that people would yeah. ask in this situation. Exactly that. Like, he's written a book about this. Yeah. And like, surely that, that would be in the book that they never found a body and everything else. Yeah. And so this journalist, he might, he's clearly read the book. He's yeah. Like, so well, what are your theories on these things that you've brought to our attention? And he's uh, like, fuck you. <laughs> Loomis loses his shit. How dare you ask me questions pertaining to the thing that I'm trying to promote. <laughs> he's fucking dead, you morons. <laughs> It's so fucking, it's such a weird, like, makes no sense. No. <laughs> this is intercut with some shots of Michael walking through a field looking yes. like a homeless guy. So not dead, Michael. So he looks like a bum now. And Sherry Moon fucking zombie is just standing around in white. Yeah, see, throughout this movie. Throughout this movie. Like, the, the, what they what he's done, basically, this is, this is in no way original at all. He's turned Michael into something that is very mother-orientated now. So he's basically Jason or, like, Norman, Norman Bates. Norman Bates, yeah. Yeah, it, it's that whole... Like, it's, a, it's an overused trope. So, like, he, I, I'm sure he thought, like, this was all a, 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 an amazingly original idea. And it's not. <laughs> You've just copied other films with other villains. But, Michael now also looks like a hobo. He's, the ma- he's not wearing a mask. No. He's got a mask. Massive beard, long hair, hooded, dirty clothes. Looks like Ben Kissel before he went to rehab. Maybe he's still in rehab, I don't know. Uh, and his mother is still talking to him. Michael! Michael! Halloween, Halloween is coming! coming. You, have you have to get, to get ready! ready. No, no, I can't I can take your trick-or-treating! Trick I've got to work, work a double, double at the strip club! And remember, and remember sweetie, sweetie, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump is the real is president! president. We then cut to a truck with some people in it driving down a road at night. Mark would Boone. Also vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Boone Jr. is behind the wheel, and they uh, they happen upon Hobo Mike, which is now what I call him, <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna fuck him up because apparently he's trespassing. Yeah. So they beat him up with a tire iron and a baseball bat, as you would. Yeah, they come out and they're like, "I told you last time." I was like, "How?" You survived the last time, did you? Like, <laughs> like, and now, yeah. So, yeah, I find that highly implausible that they've encountered Michael before and survived. <laughs> Had a conversation. Yeah, you remember that time yeah. we conversed about you yeah. trespassing on and our you property? you quite clearly told me that you was really sorry and you wouldn't come back on my land. And yet here, here you are. are. <laughs> oh, and they've got um, they've got a truck with like loads of antlers like attached. Yes, which cause... can't be road legal. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're just driving on their own property, so I guess it's fine. As long as that's... Yeah, it's it's, it's a death trap waiting to happen. Yeah, so they beat the shit out of him because, you know, that's just America, baby. As the guys head back to the truck after a successful ass-whooping, Michael gets up and puts on the mask and he kills them all. We also get a bit of slow-mo action for no fucking reason whatsoever. 
Not at all. Does he impale Mark Boone Mark Jr. Boone Jr. On, on the antlers, antlers on the front of the yes. truck? I can't remember how he kills the other one or the woman. Uh, I, I think know. he slashes the throat of the. Uh, drags the woman out of the thing and then just stabs her a lot by and being really vocal about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I it might- hate it. I hate every sound he makes because I'm like, it's not. That doesn't. It yeah. doesn't feel right. Well, yeah, it's stupid. Grunting and moaning like yeah. a human being. He's Michael Myers. <laughs> And then Michael goes for the dog they've got caged up in the back of the truck. Yeah. Like, everybody who's ever seen a horror film ever is like, well, that's right, the dog one. He's going to make friends with the dog. Yes, he'll, it'll be like, his pet. He'll, he'll set the dog free. Yeah. No. Back over at police chief Brad Dura's house, him, Daniel Harris, and Laurie are sitting down to enjoy some pizza. And the girls talk about being vegetarian while police chief Brad Dourif talks about how great eating meat is. Yep. This scene is intercut with shots of My- Michael ripping apart the dog and eating it. Did you know Rob Zombie's a vegan? I did not. Well, you, <laughs> you didn't guess it from this? <laughs> Literally, he couldn't ram this down your throat fucking harder, could he? Also, Rob, people don't generally eat dogs. No. <laughs> this isn't Korea. Yeah, it's not a thing. We pick and choose which animals are edible. Um, yeah, but for some reason, while Michael is eating this dog, this makes Laurie vomit. Yeah, then Laurie suddenly gets sick and throws up for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, Is she pregnant? I don't. I used to think there's some sort of link between the two of them, like some psychic link. Like uh, in Jaws 4 between the shark between and Laurie <laughs> Brody. Exactly that. There's Elaine Brody and the shark. Yeah. She can sense that Michael's eating a dog raw. The shark is coming and she's like, Michael's eating dog. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with her her brother probably ate a dog it's so stupid I mean I've got siblings and whenever one of them eats a dog I don't get sick no I can't yum was that a a spaniel or something (laughs) after Texas what was that you just say was it a spaniel tastes like spaniel text my brother Connor that that seemed like good eating (laughs) (laughs) it should have been here we then get some kind of dream slash hallucination scene Sherry Moon is there Michael is there. Uh, Laurie is sort of laid out on a table with some kind of Halloween monsters dining scene. Oh, yeah. And Michael tells Stripper Mum that he found her baby. Aesthetically, this whole scene is actually pretty cool, Mm. but ultimately it's pretty stupid. Yes. It would make a good music video. Mm. Yes. Now, another title card, October 30th, and we see Hobo Mike entering Haddonfield through a field because he can't take the roads, obviously. What I don't understand is where's he been, like, all this time? On tour? Like, it's just like... I don't know. It's like, since last Halloween, he's or whenever it was, like, whenever the first film was, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to have a wander around. See what's out there. Yeah, I'm just going to go over to the next state. Just... And then as it's got close to Halloween, he's like, I miss home. I should go, yeah. yeah. It's getting that I time of year. my sister. The leaves are starting to brown. Yeah. Reminds me of home. It's time. Yeah. It's time to go back. Yeah. It just, yeah. What, they, they, this never explained when one of these. like, where do they go? What do they do? I want to know. Well, we were in Halloween ends. He was hiding in the sewer for like seven for years. Ages, yeah, yeah. Like, forever. Stupid fucking movie. <laughs> but you know who else has arrived in town? Dr. Dirtbag himself, Samuel Loomis. Loomis, sorry. What a coincidence. And he's flirting rather outrageously with a much younger, much hotter, blonde female reporter while stood outside the old Myers house. Yeah. He's there for a photo shoot and his publicist tells him it's completely distasteful, which it is. It is. He explains to her that he's selling the sizzle, not the steak. Or the PG tips, which also sizzle. Which is another way of saying his book's a load of shit. He yeah, beli- like, what, what, what does that even mean? The sizzle. The, if somebody came to me with a plate of sizzle, I'd be like, oh, 
I think it's that kind of the the idea of something like if if there was a steak and it cost 50 pounds yeah you would assume it's pretty good steak well yeah yeah but it might not actually be good steak see what I mean it's that kind of it's the uh, I don't know it's the the PR rather than the actual the advertising is better than the product gotcha yeah uh, also he belittles his assistant and he says quote when I want your opinion I'll beat it out of you yeah dang Dr. Loomis yeah I know careful you cancelled cancelled. yeah (laughs) before handing him before handing her his used coffee uh, coffee cup and saying wait in the car get your ass in there Mm. this guy is such a fucking prick fucking (laughs) arsehole this is just imagine Donald Pleasance doing this (laughs) you can't no not at all Back home, Laurie has visions of young Michael killing Danielle Harris for some fucking reason. That makes no sense. Yeah, she reenacts the his first kill, which was his stepdad in the first film, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, where he t- tapes him to the chair and stuff. Yeah, also Laurie was one years old. She doesn't remember her stepdad being killed or her dad. She no. wasn't really there for it. No. Anyway, Laurie starts then having some kind of seizure and more visions. It all gets a bit supernatural. And yeah, this whole kind of idea that they are linked. Yeah, it looks like a white zombie video. Yeah, like one of like, <laughs> Rob Zombie's old band videos. Like, um, it's it's like yeah. Again, aesthetically, I was like, this is pretty cool, but it's I don't. What is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we then cut to Laurie in her psychiatrist's office, freaking out over nothing, and she takes it all out on the psychiatrist. Mm. It's a just. It's not a bad performance from Scout Taylor Compton, awesome. but it it's just there's no context to it. Yeah. She's just really angry and screaming at her, like "fuck you!" Yeah, just like. Why, why are you taking it out on her? Lit- oh, was it the psycho? I didn't see that bit. Oh, that scene probably wasn't in your version. Yeah, in, in my version, um, Margot Kidder's only scene is that first one. Oh, no, it's another one. Laurie goes back and she wants her to write her a prescription because she's having these visions and shit. And she just, like, freaks out and basically starts blaming her for everything and says, like, fuck you and right. storms off. It's... Actually, yeah, probably a reason it was cut. <laughs> we then get a quick shot of Hobo Mike still making his way across the field. Zippity doo da, zippity day. He's got his little bindle on him. Yeah, thinking heading to home. the nearest hobo playing in the <laughs> yeah. background. Uh, there's a scene of Dr. Loomis uh, being interviewed on TV and acting like a dick. Mm. And then we cut back to Laurie, who's now at home drinking a beer, just like Daddy. <laughs> and she starts verbally abusing Danielle Harris. As far as bad attitudes go, it's like neck and neck between Loomis and Laurie at this point. Right. They're just they're yeah, both so done in such all awful. Of this out, in, in, <clears throat> like, it, the version that I watch makes her a bit more sympathetic than your version. Oh, no, in this one, she's just turned into like you remember, like um, in the first one, her her dad, the drunk, abusive guy. But she's basically turned into that. Right. Wow. <laughs> we then head over to a strip club, of yeah, course. I'm back with you. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, it's a Rob Zombie movie. We've got to have a strip club. Yeah. Where Daniel Roseburg and Jeff Daniel Phillips are hanging out. They don't like each other. No. Uh, Daniel Roseburg owns the strip club. The whole thing is a dog shit scene, horribly written and horribly acted. Oh, it's awful. Like, <laughs> he's supposed to be, like, the other guy's going to ask uh, the club owner for money or something, so he's sucking up to him. Yeah. And then, like, the stripper and the club owner ridicule him a bit, and he goes out to take the trash where he bumps into a maskless Michael. Yeah. Jeff, <coughs> Jeff Daniel Phillips heads outside to take the bins out where he encounters Hobo Mike. <laughs> hey, man, what you throwing out there? You got anything still fresh? <laughs> Listen, can I can I sleep in your dumpster tonight? <laughs> it's getting cold out, you know. Anyway, Michael choke slams him and then stomps his head to a pulp. Yep. 
Oh, and Sherry Moon Zombie is there as some kind of ghost bullshit, along with Kid Michael, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know, this makes no sense at all. <laughs> why is Child Michael there? Why is Child he having. Michael is you. Why yeah. is there a ghost? Why are you having visions of your younger self? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and then. This fucking cracked me up. Hobo Mike and Kid Mike are standing in the strip club and Sherry Moon Zombie, still in her white white dress, is up on the stage. Oh, I was like, no, I didn't see this bit. Oh, I was I'm like, oh my God, are they? is she actually going to strip for her fucking children? Does she dance? No. Uh, she says, we're, we're done, done waiting. waiting. Only oh, a river of blood can bring us back together. It's up to you. It's always been up to you, Michael. Now, why now don't you slip some dollar dollar bills in your mama's underwear? Meanwhile, Daniel Rosenbuck is fucking a stripper in the back. And Michael goes and he kills them. And he goes to kill Michael Rosenbuck. And the stripper runs into a wall. Yeah, she's trying to get away. <laughs> it's like, you, come on, you didn't know. Like, you, you must know this building. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of stomps on him and like, he smashes the stripper's head into like a Repeatedly, for, many, like, many, a, a yeah. Day. Um, yeah, and she rips his mask. Yes, so a little now, bit. Yeah, it's, it, we're basically confirmed. The mask is pointless at this point. Like, yeah, basically. Half of it's missing. Yeah, so. when, he, when he chooses to wear it, yeah. which is like... Not that often. Not that often. Um, why does he go to this strip club and kill these random people? I don't know. Like, what? it was in his way? <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, just go around. <laughs> so I'm just going to pop in there and kill a few people. Why? Maybe it's like, oh, I love these places. Reminds me of mum. <laughs> yeah, love hurts. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure on the side of the, uh, the, the strip club as well is Sherry Moon Zombie and the paintings. There's like a big painted mural on the thing with two women. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, maybe, yeah. It's Sherry it's, maybe it's her old place. It could well be. Could Many well be. good memories here. Yeah. The floor I'm... is still sticky. <laughs> I was like, is that Sherry Moon Zombie? And I went and I picked up the remote to rewind it. I was like, I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> New title card. October 31st. Halloween, baby. We made it. Took a fucking hour, but we finally made it to yeah. Halloween in this movie. Police Chief Brad Dourif is in his office getting angry whilst reading Dr. Loomis's terrible book. <laughs> what about we don't know? The scene ends. Yeah. Laurie walks by a bookstore and sees the book on display and she goes in. We then cut to yet another fucking shot of Hobo Mike walking through a field. And Hobo Mike then stops at a billboard advertising Loomis's book. Yeah. Like Michael can fucking read. <laughs> Apparently so. And he makes a mental note. Oh, got to get that. (laughs) Hope I'm in it. (laughs) Sherry Moon appears and says, he's still still out there. there. Rich and famous famous because because of our pain. pain. Also, $15 for a book. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Over in town, Loomis is doing a book signing and trying to fuck any hot female in sight. And he also meets a serial killer fanboy. Yeah. It's basically Rob Zombie. He's like, can you sign it to Chet the... Was it? Bringer of Death. Bringer of Death. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Come on, Chet. Like, <laughs> fucking Dharma's got nothing on Michael Myers. He's like, to Chet, Bringer of Death, Hanks. Thanks yeah. very much, Chet. <laughs> <laughs> also, is Michael technically a serial killer? Isn't he more of a... He's, isn't Mass he, murderer. He's a spree killer, isn't he? Well, I think, yeah, because like... Well, I don't know. Does it does it count as a because there's a you, mass murderer is when you kill lots of people all in all at once, yeah. kind of thing. And a serial killer is like when you do 
like over a certain amount of time. Yeah. So I guess he's both. <laughs> well, I, I would have put him more as a spree killer, but never mind. Mm. It's not real, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then one of the dads of the girls in the first movie who Linda, was murdered. Who the, the coroner in the dream wanted ah, to Ah, right. Uh, he shows up to give Luma some shit and he hands a book to sign and inside the book is a picture of Lin- Linda. Linda, his dead daughter. And he's like, recognise her. And starts giving him shit and blaming him. To be honest with you, I didn't recognise her. <laughs> I, was like, I, don't know. I mean, I did. Um, but yeah, like Loomis is like, who is she? She's very beautiful. <laughs> like, what is that? In. Yeah, oh, I would. Yeah. Like, she's clearly something, someone that means something. She can nosh my plonker any day. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad pulls out a fucking gun because yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Obviously, yes, Loomis is making money off this and everything else, but I find it a little bit implausible that people are like, you murdered these people. Yeah, he, he didn't. He's an arsehole. He does make the argument several times himself. He was nearly killed by Michael himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he, he did do a shit job of like fucking making him better and everything else, but to, to accuse him of murdering all the people Michael Yeah, did, it's a stretch. far-fetched. <laughs> then we have... Another shot of Michael walking. What is this? Lord of the fucking rings. Throughout, it's just constant. It's about yeah. ten times we just cut the things of Hobo Mike just walking through a fucking field. Great. And the, the, the theme tune to The Incredible Hulk plays. <laughs> <laughs> we then see Laurie, who's read the book on her lunch break and is not happy at all. No. But what about, we don't know. Still, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is followed by another shot of Michael walking. <laughs> Later that night, Laurie arrives home still upset and decides she's leaving town. But before she goes, she has a message for police chief Brad Dourif. Yeah. Says, and I quote, tell him Angel says, fuck you. Who's Angel? Yeah. Well, Laurie heads over to one of her awful friend's house and she tells them that in the book, it is revealed that she is the sister of Michael Myers, which everybody knew. But her real name is actually... Angel yeah. Myers. Of course, she's got a stripper name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was chosen like at birth, so she would definitely grow up to be a stripper. Yeah, but they call her Boo in the original film. Yeah, like in the first, like so Angel's like a new thing that's been added yeah. for this. A family name, <laughs> my little angel. Anyway. Also, there's a scene like when Laurie's grabbing all her shit out of the thing. She's that you see her bedroom where she's got a big fucking poster of Charles Manson there, and it <laughs> says "In Charlie We Trust" around it. Now, if she's so traumatized <laughs> by like the, the Michael Myers killing everybody and stuff, why has she got like a <laughs> like a cult leader? Because. <laughs> Yeah, zombie is a Manson apologist. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so just, weird. It's basically his bedroom. This is how I'd have my room. Well, yeah, but else? Rob, how would this character that isn't you dress their, you know, decorate their room? <laughs> the house is so weird as well. Like, it's all got graffiti on the wall. This oh, stuff, that's later. Like, sprawled up. But it, no, that is their house. Like, it's, even though it's the sheriff's house, like every room has like shit spread. Like, I um, thought that was later on. No, well, you see it like later on, but that, that this part of the house, it's not like something that's happened. Ah, like, you in see. The meantime, because well, we'll get to it. All right, but yeah. Um, do? Yeah. Uh, we then have a chat show that Loomis is appearing on alongside special guest Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, hosted by um, what's his name, Chris Hardwick. All ah, right, the, the interview does not go well, and <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic makes a joke, and Loomis like. Fucking yes, Papa's bitch eyes him like. Oh, I like it when he goes, he goes, ah, oh, Mister Weird. <laughs> he goes, Al. 
yeah. And afterwards, Loomis throws a tantrum because he was not good. He was not entertaining. So it's now Halloween night and kids are out trick-or-treating and whatnot. And of course, we get more shots of Michael walking. Uh, back with Laurie, or Angel, she's now drunk and she thinks they should all go out and party because yep. fuck it, why not? That's pretty much her attitude, but has been throughout the entire fucking film. Uh, so they go to this bar and honestly... This looks like a fun place. It's like a Halloween hoedown. Yeah. With tits. It looks great. I'd fucking party there. This yeah, fucking it, party looks awesome. It's the best bit of the film. Yeah. The band and everything. It's oh, the like, band are great. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. And uh, then, like, they, they, all of everybody's costumes are, like, clearly done by some studio makeup department. Yeah, they're all, like, like really yeah, good. It's like, in, in reality, it would just be shit masks and people yeah. wearing bin bags and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bit of fake blood. No, yeah. they're all, like, real top-notch. Yeah. Amazing. Completely. Uh, and the girls are all dressed up as Rocky Horror Picture Show characters. Yep. Oh, and Jeff Daniel Phillips is back. Uh, but this time he's playing the world's worst MC. Yeah. In his Halloween makeup, it's he's dressed as coffin or something. Isn't it? As the Witchfinder General is that the makeup thing? He's I can't remember. But yeah, he's got uh, two roles in this movie. Yeah. I get two paychecks this way. Meanwhile, over at the police chief Brad Dourif's house, he has sent a deputy to keep an eye on Danielle Harris, who's not happy about it at all. For some reason. Yeah, there's no does, reason. Yeah, does anyone actually know that Michael's back at this no, point? No, like, not at all. Just, like, randomly. He's like, go and protect my daughter. It's like, from what? Uh-huh. Just got a hunch. <laughs> just go. Just got a hunch. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Just because it's Halloween. There's no, like, I mean, he's all he's done is kill the people at the strip club. Yeah. There's no, no mention. No one knows at all. It's not like he's phoned ahead. Yeah, there's <laughs> no mention that, like, that's happened. No. So... Nothing. Yeah, there's no reason for this. There is no reason. I mean, they're right, but yeah. there's no reason for it. Back at the party, one of Laurie's friends, the one dressed as Tim Curry, is heading out to a van in the car park to bang a guy she's just met. He's dressed as Wolfman. Yeah, with a, like a full-on Wolfman mask. Prosthetics and everything. attached to his face. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like when when they're like making out, he's still like there. He's still like attached to his mouth, yeah. As he's taking her to the van, he makes sure to tell her about how much fun he's had in the van. He literally says, got a lot of pussy in this. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh great! So it's gonna smell. Yeah. So that that mattress is yeah. gonna give you AIDS, and I'm gonna need to get tested yeah. down the gum clinic first thing tomorrow morning. Tim Curry. Uh, anyway, in the van, Tim Curry pounces on Wolfman, and they're about to fuck, but Wolfman needs to pee, so he heads outside and cocks his leg up against a tree. <laughs> but Hobo Mike arrives, and he kills him. Dirty Mike, I changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Mike then smashes into the van uh, through the window and he chokes Tim Curry to death. Yes. Oh, and back over at wherever, Dr. Loomis is watching himself on TV and he's hating every second of it. Yeah. It's kind of like how I watch this back. It's <laughs> going <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> back over at the party, Laurie is shit-faced and she's lost her one remaining friend. Yeah. At this point, Laurie starts th- then has a vision right there in the bar of Sherry Moon and Kid Michael standing there and she yeah, said why can she see them now <laughs> don't know it's all linked Again, makes no fucking sense Laurie it's me, me your stripper, your stripper mom, mom speaking to you from beyond, from beyond the grave, grave. It's, time it's time for you, you to reclaim, reclaim your birthright your, birth your name your is, is actually, actually Angel, Angel. Embrace, embrace your stripper, stripper heritage, heritage. And be nice nice to your brother. brother. He's just going going for a rough patch patch right now. Maybe you could give him $20 to hold on to. (laughs) The vision actually says, it's almost time to come home again, Angel. Which is yawn. 
yeah. cringy, goofy, bullshit. I should have, I could have done this better. time to die. <laughs> and then Hobo Mike appears behind her and he says, Hey, Lori! <laughs> Baby sis, long time no see! <laughs> Listen, did mom mention anything to you about $20? <laughs> I got some big ideas, you know. Real big plans. I just need a little money to get me started and to buy a little meth, you know. Now, he actually... <laughs> He actually grabs her, but remember, this is a vision. Uh, so then we cut to Laurie having another freak out seizure in the bar. But her one remaining friend finds her and decides to take her home. Yeah. It, she goes from this weird, like, she th- she's been, like, thinks she's being grabbed by Michael and she's, like, proper freaking out. She's like, stuck screaming. in a wolfman yeah, mask. She's, like, stuck in a yeah. It's like, not even a, it's like it's a like mountain a on the wall. Yeah. yeah. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then her friend, like, grabs her and, like, like she instantly goes from that back to. <laughs> so drunk <laughs> like, she, this is like that that friend that you're yeah. just like I don't want to fucking hang <laughs> Ugh, somebody get her a taxi yeah. back at police chief Brad Dura's house the policeman outside sent to guard Daniel Harris is instantly killed by Hobo Mike yeah uh, the ghost of Sherry Moon and the kid Michael watch Daniel Harris pot around the house why, why is the child a ghost I d- it doesn't, he's not I dead it's like his lost childhood or something <laughs> fucking daft yeah, no stupid anyway Dirty Mike sneaks into the house and he chases Daniel Harris in slow motion slow motion yeah <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> and we just hear her getting fucked up yeah, I, I hate these scenes I don't know what um, Rob Zombie thinks he's doing but like where it kind of pans away but you still hear like it's it's painful to watch like not, not because it's like gross or anything like that it's just like stop stop screaming like <laughs> and it goes on for ages but and it but we're not even seeing what's happening you just see a car drive up like, yeah. while we hear all this screaming i think he's got this idea that it's like it's scarier what you don't see is scarier but at the same time he also shows you loads of everything stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah so like in one scene he'll show you everything yeah he'll like in one scene he'll do like you know um like a, a saw movie kind of thing but then in another scene he'll try and do like a, a jaws yeah. or like the others kind of it's like you can't have both yeah idiot anyway we then see what i'm sure is a still a very drunk laurie arrive home and she stands on the porch and she loudly announces to the world that she is michael myers sister and then a voice goes, we know. <laughs> Which is, Shay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Michael in the house, like, aww. Like, she's acknowledged it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they go inside and they find Danielle Harris' very dead body in the bathroom. Michael has also trashed the room upstairs for good measure. Yeah, I know. He like, <laughs> know. just destroys everything. Which again, like, seems really, like... I don't think there's any other film where Michael just like loses just his shit. Tips over a wardrobe, just, yeah, fuck it. Smashes the house up. Yeah. Laurie's one remaining friend goes to call 911. Daniel Harris is still just barely alive. Yeah. Again, like in the first film. Yeah. And Laurie just cries at her. <laughs> Hobo Mike kills Maya, Laurie's one remaining friend. Yeah. But she did manage to get through to the police. And word reaches police chief Brad Dourif that a 911 call has been made from his house. My God, my ridiculous hunch was right. <laughs> yeah. Lucky I sent that police Who over. Yeah, the lucky I sent deputy wherever his name is over. And they're like, oh, no, no, he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Just sent a man to his death. Yeah. 
So the one time we've, I've, I've sent him over there every night since last year. <laughs> this was the one time he could have done some good. Spent all that police money. <laughs> Back at the house, Danielle Harris finally croaks it on the bathroom floor, and yeah. Laurie cries. Why? You didn't even like her, Laurie. Yeah, last fucking horrible, do her. Calling her a cunt. Cue sad piano music. Until. <laughs> Dirty Mike starts kicking down the other door to the bathroom. Yeah, they got two doors in this bathroom. Yeah, which has a pentagram spray painted Shut on up. it. Yeah, along with six six six. This is what this I'm is what about. I didn't get. Was that there before it then? Was there before? Which or did no he sense. do it? No, he, well, no, because like um, early on, I noticed it like briefly before, but didn't really pay attention. That's who I didn't but spot it. But then it becomes like more obvious that this is how they've decorated their house. That the police chief lives in. It's yeah. his house. It's like why have you spray painted a pentagram on my bathroom door? Yeah. And like they've got like arrows pointing to like the toilet roll with wipe or something on it. Like what? what it's like did, a student did, house. Yeah. Did he let Rob, Zom- Rob Zombie decorate his house? <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Because I I didn't spot it before. So in my mind, it's like has Michael gone right round and spray painted pentagrams? I mean, and that shit? would be even weirder. I think. <laughs> but somehow make more sense. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> At no, least he is evil. Yeah, I, I noticed it earlier on before Michael had even been to the house that there was stuff like this all over the place. But yeah, it's it's like Rob. Like, the police chief isn't going to live like that. It makes no sense. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Laurie runs out of the house and Hobo Mike walks after her. Yeah. We then cut to police chief Brad Dourif arriving home and, oh boy. Tell you what, this would be a good scene if it was in any other film. Yeah. Because they found, obviously, he fucking freaks out over his dead daughter. They use um, old home video footage of young Daniel Harris. Oh, see, inter- they cut that out in my version. Uh, see, in the bit where he's, like, breaking down, it cuts back and forth between yeah, that and, um, obviously, there's, I'm sure, plenty of footage of Daniel Harris. As a, she was a child actress. Yeah. Like, home videos of her as a child. Right. It's actually, like, that's not bad, yeah. but it's in this film. <laughs> the studio cut it out in my version, and you just get him, like, basically, he walks up and he goes, just show me where she is! And they take him to the bathroom, and then they pick him up, and he's all, like... Ragged doll. No, oh, no, he has like a proper breakdown in the bathroom. Oh. And it's Brad Dorif, who's actually a pretty good actor. <laughs> I mean, the version you watch sounds better than the one I watch, but still bad. It was still, it was still <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Laurie has made it to a road and waved down a passing car being driven by a local yokel. Sean Whalen. That's it. He's in so much stuff. Yeah. Look him up. He's in like... He was a uh, roach. In People, under, People the under the stairs. That's it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he puts Laurie in the passenger seat and uh, is then murdered by Dirty Mike, who smashes his head through the windscreen. Yeah. Michael then upturns the uh, flips, flips the car yeah. down a hill while Laurie is still in it. It's like yeah. he's fucking Mark Henry or something. <laughs> yeah. While strongest for <laughs> the car crashes. Uh, sorry, the car then catches fire for some reason. This isn't a thing that happens, people. No. <laughs> Cars, it's actually quite hard for a car to just fucking burst into flames. Yeah, I know. Like, flame, it, it's, rolled, it's not even a big hill. Just because it's like leaking petrol doesn't mean that petrol yeah. is then going to catch In fire. a grass field. It has field. to be like ignition. Yeah. <laughs> so it's rolled down like, what, 30 feet down yeah. a little hill on grass and suddenly it's, like, it's on fire. <laughs> but Laurie is pulled from the wreckage by Hobo Mike. Yep. Oh, and Sherry Moon is there. Of course, she fucking is. Watching. And they take her to a shack. At this point, Police Chief Brad Dorov is informed about this and where they're heading because apparently there was a witness to that whole thing with the car who also followed Michael and saw where he was taking yeah, Laurie. Yeah, <laughs> 
was like, oh, there's a witness. She saw the whole thing. Fucking where? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. At what point? Where and also, like, he, no one, like, Michael didn't spot the only other human being. Yeah. <laughs> and he fo- they followed Michael across the field. Yeah, it, I mean, I would have enjoyed it much if they just panned away and there's some old lady with two shopping bags or something in the middle of the road, miles from anywhere, like... Oh, I just, I just panned over just like real life Hank Hill. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a hundred percent nobody there. I know. <laughs> over in the shack, it turns out that Laurie and Michael can both see Sherry Moon, the stripper mom ghost, and Laurie's <laughs> Laurie's like, "Who are you?" Don't be silly, silly. it's me, me, your stripper stripper mom. Now pay attention. attention. I'm going to show you how to work the pole, baby baby girl. girl. All the while, Laurie is being held down by Kid Michael. Who doesn't exist. (laughs) He's not even a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, he isn't even a ghost, but she can't move because he's got this fucking (laughs) nine-year-old ghost. A vice grip on her. Someone's imagination, Michael's imagination, (laughs) is holding her down. She's like, I can't get up. So you definitely can. And she goes, yeah, to say it. Say, I love you, mummy, she says. And then, yeah, she screams, I love you, mummy, at her. It's fucking weird. It, yeah, it's an odd... Anyway, the police arrive with a helicopter. Yeah. You know they mean business when the cops dispatch the chopper. <laughs> Haddonfield Sheriff's Department has enough money to have a helicopter. It probably does. <laughs> it's one of the most active sheriff departments. Like, Yeah, they've probably got an armoured vehicle as well. <laughs> we then cut back to Dr. Loomis, who I'd completely forgotten about at this point, and he's at, he's at home drinking what I'm sure is some very expensive red wine, uh, when suddenly, breaking news report comes on the TV. Yeah. He only notices it because the volume suddenly jumps. <laughs> like The TV's on anyway. Yeah. It's like in the background, like, oh, and then suddenly, breaking news! How have the media got hold of this so quickly? I know. And then they're just like, and then the guy on the, on the TV seems to know everything as well. He just recaps the yeah. film. It's like the fucking OJ chase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, and it's, it's, uh, there's a woman like being held at, um, uh, like, Laurie, like, uh, Laurie Strode, who it turns out is the, bro- is the sister of Michael Myers. I read the book! Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know all this? <laughs> Must have read that book. Yeah. And it sounds like everyone, like, because this is the day the book was released. Yeah. Now, I'm not a fast reader, but Laurie read a good chunk of that book just on her lunch break. So did the sheriff. It's like hundreds of pages. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Not like any normal one of us just flips to the middle for the pictures because yeah. you first buy it and then read it later. So back over at the shack, uh, police have surrounded the place. Then... Dr. Loomis arrives on the scene and instantly gets punched in the face by police chief Brad Dourif. Too right. And Brad blames Loomis for everything. Loomis is an asshole, but technically none of it's actually his fault. Yeah. Again, like... Yeah, it makes no sense to blame him. Yeah, it was nice to see him get punched because he's a dick, but it's not for the right reasons he's like get him away and then he, li- he literally like looks around and Loomis <laughs> <laughs> does this little run up to the goes I owe you this yeah <laughs> I mean he should have been punched for the uh, if I want your opinion I'll beat it out of you yeah absolutely. not for just showing up mm. trying to help so yeah Loomis reckons he can talk Michael out of the barn how I don't know why yeah. he's been shit at talking to him for the last 16 exactly. years like- he's bad at his job how's yeah. he gonna get him out it's quite clear that any any form of trust you thought you had with him in the first film is long gone. He definitely tried By to the kill end you. Of the, the first film, yeah. Maybe you try to lure him out with $20. Yeah. Bag of meth. <laughs> so Loomis enters the shack. He can't see stripper mum or child Michael ghost. No, so he's doing what we were basically So it's just a really weird scene for him to walk into, yeah. like, what's going on here? He basically does what we did a minute ago. And he's going, you definitely can get up. Yeah, like, get up, nothing, woman! There's nothing holding you, you retard... Well, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. 
Yeah, so he's basically walked in to a shack where Michael is standing there doing nothing and Laurie is just like on her knees kind of struggling with nothing. He must be like, what the fuck is happening in here? Get up, woman! He's like, let's get out of here! Then, from outside, we suddenly see Michael and Loomis smash through the wall. <laughs> it's like a fucking wrestling yeah. <laughs> It's coming through the glass. The surrounding officers now have a clean shot, but it's like, no, hang on. Let's see what he does with Loomis. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let him kill Loomis first. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just, yeah, he's still there in the sights. He's like stag- stabs him 78 times before like, they're like, take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he does. And Michael actually speaks for the first and last time in any Halloween movie. He just says, die, yeah. before running Loomis through with a bit of wood or a sword or something. I don't know what a fucking machete, something he's got. I don't know. The police... Then open fire once he's killed Loomis on Hobo Mike. And he is shot many times in slow motion. Then, assuming this guy is dead, Laurie emerges. Stripper mom is still there. Laurie then picks up the weapon, or whatever it was, shall we say, that uh, he used to kill Loomis. And she stands over Loomis's body. And then the police shoot her because fuck that bitch. Yeah, see, that doesn't happen in my version. What happens in yours? In my version, um... He kills Loomis. Yeah. Then he... Oh, yeah. He kills Loomis. They shoot him. He falls back and he falls on some, like, like wire, like, metal stuff that's sticking out somewhere. <laughs> right. Which impales him. And then Laurie goes over and she strokes his face and she goes, like, I always wanted a brother or something. Like, And the, the, uh, Michael's hand goes up with the big knife, uh, but then he drops it down. So she picks up the knife and stabs him, like, loads. Uh and then they're sort of get cuts outside the shack and they're all there like still with the guns on that and the door opens and Laurie comes out but she's wearing the mask and then she just walks up and falls to her knees and then it cuts to like her like a, a um she's in like a the hospital the thing. hospital right yeah. see okay yeah in mine they shoot her dead right and then love hurts start starts playing mm. then it cuts to a very long white corridor uh, her room for some reason she's got the longest room in all yeah. this long room with the bed at the end and two yeah like, you. and this is all this happens whilst love hurts is still playing yeah and uh, at the end of the corridor is laurie in a sort of hospital gown sitting on a bed doing a bit of a norman bates at the camera yeah yeah and then at the other end of the corridor sherry moon zombie appears with a white horse yeah. and walks towards her in slow motion, I actually laugh, laughed out loud. <laughs> and she says, Welcome well, to the afterlife, honey boom. Check out this horse, horse I, got. I got. They were they out, out of unicorns. Cut back to Laurie's Norman Bates face. The end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, two different endings. Apparently, Rob Zombie was getting annoyed because uh, people were misconstruing the ending, which is supposed to be like her like uh, last thought. Instead of like uh, everything, but then in this the version I watched, it just looks like that's what's happened to her. It just looks fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did does. we think? Garbage. Uh, yeah. It's so. Uh, it's just. It's bad on many levels. It's the whole like. Um, the kind of. Uh, the imagery and like the sort of. The, the subtle. It's not subtle. This whole kind of imagery and like, you know, the white horse and that, it's just yeah. rammed down your fucking throat yeah, yeah. so hard. It's it's clearly an attempt to be arty, 
like uh, mm. and something like that, like to to try and. But it's not like a metaphor. Well, it's just, everything's just spelled out for you, and it yeah. still doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, especially that one bit, like this, this his like meta, like uh, metaphor that runs through the whole thing. Like it tells you right at the beginning that that's going to be there by putting that yeah. piece of text at the beginning about the white horse, and then he just fucking uses it again and again and again and again, and like. D- 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 why is the white horse there? Because, I mean, you could do that whole thing without the white horse and just Sherry Moon Zombie if you really need her in the film that fucking bad. Well, this is the thing. Why the fuck is she in this exactly. film? Exactly. Like, there's no point no. to it It's whatsoever. literally, he's just written, he's just like, well, I've got to, bring, I've got to have my wife in it, so I'm yeah. going to write this entire weird subplot Nonsense. that makes no fucking sense just so I can have her in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mate, it's it's awful. Like the, everything he does with Michael Myers as well, I hate the mask off, the, <laughs> the home. Mask off, he looks yeah. like a fucking bum. Yeah. The noises, like in my version, you don't hear him say "die" in the version I watched, but it's enough that he grunts and stuff all the way through. Yeah, he don't, like, don't like it. He's, he basically does away with the mask. Yeah, and he's just a fucking a killer. Looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Uh, this is just dirty I know in the, like the later films, I think it was the the first one of the the, the later trilogy they did uh, in Halloween. You see him in the hospital without the mask on, but then that's the only time. Yeah, like yeah, they just don't give a fuck. And you, yeah, if if they turned up at the hospital when he was stood there with the mask on, you think this hospital's badly run. I don't <laughs> I don't know why he made Halloween too. Why you, why didn't you just make uh, like any other fucking shit fl- slasher film? Yeah. So I'm gonna take something and just rob zombify it even more so than the first one. Yeah, like you like the change in Laurie's character and her appearance and everything, and then like she dresses all, all grungy. Yeah, it's, it's just like what the fuck. Yeah, it's awful. And she loves Charles Manson, like Rob Zombie, and but you're supposed to feel sympathy for this beer drinking horrible woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like nothing works. No, other than the fucking party scene. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like imagine you know that scene from Hocus Pocus with the party and the band that. For adults, fucking cool, and there's women with tits out jumping around. It's fucking great. It, is, it does look like somewhere I'd definitely go. Yeah, but now I don't drink. I'd only be there for half an hour. And, then <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yeah, aesthetically, there's like I said, there's some cool bits in the visions. Like that looks really yeah. cool, but it's just nonsense. But it's, it's like music video cool, not movie cool. Yeah, it's yeah, music yeah. video cool. That's, it's like a, a make a good poster. Yeah, something. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, I had to watch it in like. 45 minute segments I think I couldn't watch it all at once I watched it all at once but my version was a lot shorter than yours I think my version is an hour and a half alright yeah so it's two hours mine yeah I don't think I could have and, then, and even it. going through that there were some bits I was like I'm not writing that down yeah taking notes and stuff it still took me about two hours or just over two hours to watch the film but no I don't want to see any more of it yeah two thumbs down mm. Mm. defo cool Right, did you get any trivia? I did. I got a few bits and pieces. It's his job now. <laughs> so if it sucks. Obviously, um, same that happened with the first one, I believe. John Carpenter was offered a cameo, but turned it down wisely. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm washing my hair that night. <laughs> you mentioned Caroline Williams cameos as uh, one of the surgeons. Oh, was that it? I didn't spot it. <laughs> yeah, she's one of the surgeons in the opening room sequence. She was uh, stretched from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. That's it. Um, right, making <coughs> Loomis... A greedy, unlikable egotist okay. was Malcolm McDowell's idea, uh, as he didn't want to give the same performance as the first film. It's the same character. Yeah, you you have to. Yeah, that's what it is. It's such a jarring change. Yeah, Why? like just because he was like, yeah, I'm bored with that one. But Don't do it. Then. It's him. Yeah, that's the fucking character. 
Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Right, Rob Zombie originally stated that he would never make a sequel to the first Halloween movie, to much celebration. Um, but when it became clear that the studio were going to do it anyway. Um, so he signed on because he didn't want someone else to ruin his vision. He had to ruin it himself. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I think they just... Why did, <laughs> let someone else do it. Yeah. Um, Christ. The reason there are two versions of this film... Uh, there's... Uh, Rob Zombie has actually gone on to disown both these hollow Halloween films <laughs> <laughs> due to due, not due to how bad they are but due to his miserable experience working with the Weinsteins uh, I mean, particularly yeah. the second one um, which according to him had the most studio interference hence why there's two versions right out there they both suck they, they're both bad <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter but yeah so yeah he hasn't gone like oh I disown them because they're shit yeah <laughs> fucking hell Right, that wraps this up. Um, thank you for all that. And don't forget to subscribe and like and share and blah, 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 blah. You can find Mr. Smith on some social media. Oh, yeah. Lee Smith Comedy on uh, Instagram and TikTok. I'm a 44-year-old man with a TikTok account. Um, and Facebook, Lee Smith Comedy. There you go. And see tour dates and such like that. You can find me on... Where do I, I don't want you... i'm on tiktok uh finn hamilton that's easy to find uh also i might start doing uh twitch again i've got once i've finished setting this up i might do a stream some stuff on twitch i've got some new games to get into uh or maybe i'll stream it here on the youtube i don't know let me know uh we'll get around to that uh so we'll see you next time which won't be too far away cool let's let's get out of here bye bye I want to thank you all for coming here tonight and drinking all of my booze. <laughs> no, really. Please leave. The party's over. Get out.